here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. This is the day. I am Mark Levin. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I'm not only going to report what takes place, I'm going to advocate. We have 6 p.m. Eastern time, Eastern Kentucky, and most of Indiana closes. So they're closed. Not all. 7 p.m. Virginia, Vermont, Georgia, South Carolina, New Hampshire, the rest of Kentucky, most of Florida, and the rest of Indiana. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. These are all Eastern Times. Ohio, West Virginia, North Carolina. 8 p.m. Eastern. Texas, Maine, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Illinois, Missouri, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, Michigan, Kansas, Alabama, and the eastern half of the uh, Fl- Florida Panhandle. I want to get to that in a moment. 8.30 p.m. Arizona. 9 p.m. Arizona. The rest of Arizona, Wyoming, excuse me, 8.30 p.m. is Arkansas, 9 p.m. is Arizona, Wyoming, Colorado, New Mexico, Louisiana, Nebraska, Kansas, Minnesota, Wyoming, New York, the western half of, I guess that's South Dakota. 10 p.m. Eastern, Nevada, Utah, Montana, Iowa, most of North Dakota, 11 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m., at 11 p.m. Uh, to 1 a.m. Eastern, California, Hawaii, Alaska, Washington State. Now, I want to talk specifically about Florida. I see the numbers in Florida. They're not good enough. I'm heard all over Florida. The panhandle of Florida, most of it, does not close until 8 p.m. Now, we had to deal with this in 2016 with President Trump. If you Republicans listening to my voice right now, do not go out and vote. You're going to lose Florida. Most of Florida closes at 7 p.m. Eastern time. The panhandle, the Florida panhandle, where there's been a lot of damage from the hurricane, closes at 8 p.m. Eastern time. If you are a Republican or a Democrat that's going to vote Republican or an independent who's going to vote Republican, drop whatever you're doing. Get to your precinct and get in line. Once you're in line, they cannot remove you. It's very close, but there's not enough Republican votes today. There have been a lot of Republican votes today, but it really is a matter of turnout. We've talked about that. I mean, it's obvious turnout determines election results, but that's particularly true right now in Florida. If you do not want Andrew Gillum as your governor and you do not want another term of Ben Nelson, you better vote. I cannot tell you more definitively. It's close, but not close enough. In other words, you have a shot at it, a good shot at it, Florida, but you need to vote. Now, if you did vote in Florida, you better get on the phone, and you better call your family members and your friends and your neighbors and tell them, because most of Florida closes in 50 minutes. But not the panhandle. The panhandle closes at 8 p.m. And the panhandle is where there is a lot of conservative votes. A lot of military, a lot of retirees. So the panhandle, 
You have until 8 p.m., but I wouldn't waste any time. If you're going to vote, you need to get there now. Virginia, you have a number of close house races. I can tell you in the 10th Virginia, Northern Virginia, Frederick and Clark counties, you need to turn out and vote. If Frederick and Clark counties don't turn out bigger in Northern Virginia in the 10th Congressional District, you're going to lose to a radical leftist who will represent you. You cannot leave this to other people. You've got to take control yourselves. And if you have voted in the 10th Virginia District, the Comstock District, and family members and friends have not voted, you better get on the horn and tell them to get with it. Because the poll closes at 7 p.m. You have crucial races. Crucial races in these states. At 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Ohio, West Virginia, and North Carolina. You have important races there. In West Virginia, you're going to decide if you're going to put up with this mansion two-step, the rope-a-dope, any longer. Or if you're going to shake things up and protect the gains you've made under the last several years with the president. North Carolina, you have some crucial house races as well. Ohio, you have a big Senate race. You have a number of races. Gubernatorial race, you also have several house races. Then at 8 p.m., and we will be here, it's the mother load. Texas closes. Pennsylvania closes. Maine, Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey closes. Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Illinois, Missouri closes. Tennessee, Mississippi, Michigan, Kansas, Alabama, eastern half of South Dakota, and the Florida panhandle. Many, many important races are going to be decided now. Right now. It's up to you. Right now. In 48 minutes, most of the polls in Florida close. In 48 minutes, most of the po- all the polls in Virginia close. In 48 minutes, all the polls in Georgia close. And Georgia has a crucial governor's race, as well as several important House races. This isn't the one to sit out, folks. No, they're not all the same, the Republicans and the Democrats. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. I've made no predictions. I've been asked all day by people at Fox to make predictions. I've been asked by friends to make predictions. I don't care about predictions. Now the rubber hits the road. My prediction is if enough of you vote, we win. We win. Again. I want to go over this again. 6 p.m. Eastern Time. All of Virginia closes. Anybody in traffic. Anybody driving home. Anybody sitting at home listening to me over the dinner table hasn't voted. Put down your knife and your fork and go. And get in line. Georgia. You got 47 minutes to vote in Georgia. It's time to vote, America. Those of you who have voted... Social media, text, email, call. We're out of time. We're out of time. Most of Florida closes at 7 p.m. Eastern time in 46 minutes. If you hear me anywhere in the state of Florida, drop whatever you're doing and get to the polling place now. And if you have voted... 
You better talk to your family members, friends, and neighbors right now. This is it. Get on the phone, text, whatever is fastest. And I want to remind the folks in Florida again, the Florida panhandle does not close until 8. But the panhandle is a mess from this hurricane, parts of it. So go now. Vote. And if you have, make sure family, friends, and so forth have done the same thing. 7.30 p.m., West Virginia closes. You can hear me in West Virginia. Forget about the mansion two-step. The rope-a-dope. It's time to end it. He's going to vote for Schumer to be their leader. North Carolina, Ohio, big, crucial states. Then 8 p.m., the big enchilada. Everyone listening to me in the state of Texas. Now is the time to vote. If you've not voted, you need to get to your precinct. And if you have voted, again, family, friends, colleagues, neighbors, call them. Call them. Pennsylvania. I know the Supreme Court has screwed Republicans and conservatives in Pennsylvania. I know it. Go out and defy them. Defy them. Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and everything in between. If you hear my voice, and you do, vote. The suburbs around Philadelphia. I know they write you off. That's where I'm from. Don't let them write you off. Bucks County, as an example. And all over the state, where the Democrat Supreme Court tried to fix the outcome of the election, you can defy them. New Jersey, you have a very important Senate race, and you have several important House races. And I know you hear me on WABC, and I know you hear me on WPHT. Those are two 50,000-watt stations. New Jersey, it's time to step up, folks. If you're on the Garden State Parkway or the New Jersey Turnpike or wherever you are and you're stuck, get to the polling place and vote. Missouri. You close at 8 p.m. You have a grand opportunity here to finally move a leftist out of the Senate. She's lied to you enough, McCaskill. She has lied to you enough. Michigan, you have an opportunity to send a superstar to the United States Senate in John James. And I notice the Democrat media doesn't say he would be the first black senator from Michigan or the first black senator from Reconstruction. And they don't talk about Michigan that way. Kansas, you have a wonderful man running for governor. Running for governor. The eastern half of South Dakota and then the Florida Panhandle closes at 8 p.m. Let me tell you folks in the Florida Panhandle, you're going to have an enormous influence on this race. All you people in Florida who haven't voted yet, most of you, your polls close at 7 p.m. Florida Panhandle, most of you, your polls close at 8 p.m. It's on you. You can make the difference. But it's going to be the last, what is it, 42 minutes for most of Florida and the last one hour and 42 minutes for the panhandle to make this decision. So this is going to be my focus right now. Because at 7 p.m. Eastern time, in 42 minutes, when polls start closing, In Virginia, Vermont, Georgia, South Carolina, New Hampshire, the remaining part of Kentucky, and most of Florida, 
We're going to be monitoring those numbers very, very closely. Look, I know I can't determine outcomes of elections, but we can we can have an effect on the margins. And a lot of these elections are on the margins. A lot of these elections are, you know, a few votes here and there, relatively speaking. I saw the numbers in Florida. I saw them. You got to vote. I saw the numbers in the 10th District of Virginia. Frederick and Clark Counties. You got to vote. All Republicans and conservatives. I'll be right back. Lovin. You know, one of the most annoying things about the media coverage of this election, or really any election, is they'll pick two or three house races on the East Coast. And then from there, they'll tell you what's going to happen all night long. These are not real political science analysts. These are the same media types who are in your face all the time. There could be an upset here and there or a pattern here and there. But one house race in eastern Kentucky that closed at 6 p.m. shouldn't influence any of you. Any of you. Or... Some of the races that are in the Northeast and the more liberal areas of the country where there are a hell of a lot more Democrats. Again, we can look at those and so forth, but that shouldn't influence any votes in the Southeast, in the South, in the Midwest, or the Far West. Shouldn't influence any of you. We, you, have an obligation to take care of business. I have no control what happens in a congressional district in the eastern part of Kentucky. Honestly, I don't even know the results yet. Nobody does. But whatever. If they're good, good for our team. And our team, the team of liberty versus the team of tyranny. Let's be honest about it. They're treating this like a football game in the media. I don't treat it like a football game. I treat it as we're trying to save the country. It's no football game to me. You have time to vote. You have time to vote. But you're running out of time. You have key, key districts in California. You got Mimi Waters running in the 45th. You got Rohrbacher running in the Huntington Beach area. There's several others. Those are big races. You need to pay attention to them in California. Whatever happens in eastern Kentucky. Whatever happens in eastern Kentucky. The media have a tremendous desire to dispirit you. If we're going to be dispirited, let's wait till it's all over so we know what the hell happened. But there's no reason to be dispirited now. And no, I don't have any inside information. I'm just making a point. We have to deal with this every single election cycle here. They have people at these uh, polling places gathering information, giving information to the media. You know, 59% of the people believe this. 13% of the people believe that. 40% of the people already voted before today. How the hell do they know what the people think? And by the way, who cares? It's now win or lose time. 
the forces of freedom and the forces of big government facing off. And I'm looking very carefully at 7 p.m. when Virginia closes, when Georgia closes, when most of Florida closes. But in the panhandle, you don't close at 7 p.m. Eastern. You're open till 8 p.m. Eastern. And I understand the weather's lousy. But so be it. It's lousy for the libs, too. And we're going to be watching an hour from now what happens in Ohio, West Virginia, and North Carolina. You're going to hear the, well, there appears to be this pattern. Well, there appears to be a way. Well, there appears to be a wall. The hell with it. The best thing you can do is shut them off. Shut them off. And they're all going to be very anxious to tell you who the winner is and the loser is early on. Unless, of course, it invigorates conservatives and Republicans. Then they're going to drag it out. I saw that in 2016, too. They wouldn't call some of these obvious races that Trump is obviously winning and won. So don't be manipulated by big media, by big cable media, by any of it. By any of it. I'll tell you the truth. We're going to pull up the raw numbers and we're looking at them. You got 30 minutes, Virginia, Georgia, most of Florida. And, of course, Vermont, New Hampshire, South Carolina. I'll be right back. Do you wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day? Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? How much we should be eating and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the Nutrition Facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com and get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. Now, you know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouse, L-E-V-I-N.com, offer code LEVIN. The new American Revolution starts here. The Mark Levin Show. Call in at 877-381-3811. By the way, we have outstanding TV coverage, digital TV coverage at CRTV, where Michelle Malkin and Eric Bowling are the anchors. I see Dinesh D'Souza up there right now. I mean, if you don't want to lose your minds with the left and the fair and balance and all that... You ought to really check out uh, CRTV. I have a link to on Mark Levin Show Facebook, Mark Levin Show Twitter. And as results come in there, they will be analyzing it. That's uh, Bowling and Malkin over there at CRTV. Um, It's just outstanding. But you don't want to leave here because we have an historic uh, tradition here of covering these uh, elections like nobody else. And I I call the shot straight. And uh, we take a very good look at it. But in addition to calling the shots, we're encouraging people to vote. I'm not a news person. And you aren't either. We're patriots. And this is not just a news event for you and me. In 25 minutes, the polls in most of Florida close. In 25 minutes, the polls in all of Virginia close. 
in 25 minutes. In 25 minutes, the polls in all of Georgia close and the rest of Kentucky. There's some states I don't care about, so the hell with them. All right, here we go. You know, with Thanksgiving just weeks away, I bet you're thinking about travel and parties and napping with a belly of turkey and pie. God knows I am. You know who else is looking forward to the holidays? Scammers and crooks. Every year, fraud increases around the holidays, and the thieves like to celebrate with your hard-earned money. From fake charities to package delivery scams, tis the season for identity theft. So don't let the holiday spirit distract you from staying safe. You'll need identity protection more than ever. So get it from the very best, My ID Care. My ID Care has been taking care of Fortune 500 companies for years. And now they're offering identity protection to everyone so you can make sure your whole family is covered. From tri-bureau credit monitoring to dark web scanning, it's the kind of comprehensive protection you need. Plans start for less than 10 bucks a month, and only My ID Care offers a money-back recovery guarantee. I don't worry about identity theft anymore, and neither should you. Enjoy your holidays with peace of mind from My ID Care. My listeners, you also get 15% off at myidcare.com slash mark, promo code mark. Learn more, and then let My ID Care take care of you. That's myidcare.com slash mark, promo code mark, myidcare.com slash mark, promo code mark. All right, we're going to keep hammering away. Because once the polls close, there's not a damn thing we can do about it. All right? 7 p.m., which is now less than 20 minutes away. By my calculation, about 18 minutes away. All of Virginia closes. Look, folks, if you're in Virginia, you're in your car, and you're concerned about this republic, you go vote right now. If you're sitting home eating dinner or watching TV, you need to go vote right now. Right now. You get in line, they can't turn you back. You get in line, they cannot turn you back. And there's a lot of very, very important races. Dave Bratt, others, Barbara Comstock. So that's what you need to do, particularly Frederick and Clark counties in, uh, in the 10th Congressional District in Virginia. Now, when I look at uh, Florida, most of Florida will close in about 18 minutes. 17 to 18 minutes. If you hear me now, get in line. Quickly. The panhandle is open till 8 p.m. Now, what could happen here is you're going to find these these so-called media types trying to dispirit people in the panhandle. But, well, I don't know. It looks like uh, this one's winning and that one's... You haven't voted yet. And the panhandle has a big vote. So my advice is don't watch any of that TV. You can watch CRTV or listen to me and just go vote. You'll know the results soon enough. But I know by looking at numbers myself a few hours ago, we need a big vote out of the panhandle, and we need a big vote from conservatives who are still sitting around in the rest of Florida. I don't understand it. I really don't. So you can turn that. It's very tight. But we got to kick it up on Election Day. We got to kick it up and time's running out. Look, if I had been on earlier at three o'clock, I'd be pounding away myself. But here it is. It's past six. I don't position myself. You know, people ask, what are my predictions? I have no predictions. None. 
What do I care about? Why do predictions? I don't even understand this stuff. What's your prediction? I have no prediction. Well, I do. If more of us turn out than them, we win. If more of them turn out than us, they win. Now, come on, folks. It's that simple. It's that simple. If I could drive every single one of you to a precinct, I would. Because I care about my country, my kids, and my grandkids. I care about my family. I care about the future. I care about the men and women in uniform overseas. And our police officers here. I care about securing our border as a nation state. I care about what goes on in our classrooms. Massive redistribution of wealth in this country. Massive taxes on the horizon. Government by legislation through the bureaucracy. Enough is enough. The media have been pounding us, every single one of us, as Nazis and racists and white supremacists. It is appalling. It's a disgrace. And if they have a good night tonight on the left, we're going to have a bad bunch of years because they're only going to be more radicalized, more grotesque, more malignant. That's why this is important. The left is turning out because they're unhappy with the result of the 2016 election, because they want Trump removed, because they want to take your money, because they want to invite more people into this country who will vote for them, because they hate our military and they hate our police officers. That's right. I said it. So stand up to it. Virginia, Georgia, you close at seven. Florida, most of Florida. The rest of Kentucky. You need to get active in the last 20 minutes. Panhandle, you have till 8 p.m. So we're watching. 7.30 p.m., West Virginia. Manchin hasn't helped West Virginia. Manchin votes for Schumer. But if Schumer's in charge, Schumer decides what happens to the coal fields and the coal mines. Schumer decides what happens to West Virginia. Not Manchin. But you don't, you don't need a half senator. You need a full senator. Why would you vote for a half senator in Manchin? He's not even a half senator. He's 10% of a senator. 90% of the time, he votes with Massachusetts. No offense, conservatives up there, but you know what I'm talking about. 90% of the time, Manchin votes with Elizabeth Warren, for God's sakes. Unbelievable. But he might be in the lead. Why? Well, people like him. They're friendly. Like him for what? You can like him. Let's say he's retired. He'll visit your diner. You can invite him to your home. But retire the guy. Retire him for crying out loud. Yeah, that's the situation. I thought the people of Florida didn't like a state income tax. Maybe I'm mistaken. I thought my Jewish brothers and sisters in Florida supported Israel. Maybe I'm mistaken. I could be mistaken. I thought the people in Virginia didn't want a radical leftist to represent them in the 10th Congressional District. Raising taxes on tolls, for crying out loud. The people in Northern Virginia, they're on the road forever. And she's a radical. That's no moderate Democrat. Wexton, she calls herself. Wexton. People of Georgia. Wow. Oprah Winfrey was in Georgia. How come she wasn't in Michigan campaigning for John James? How come the media in this country don't hold up John James as potentially the first black 
the first African-American senator from Michigan, at least since Reconstruction. How come they don't talk about that? You know, we have a lot of firsts in the Republican Party and the conservative movement, but they don't care. Now, let's be honest. Let's be honest. The reason they like Andrew Gillum is because he's a Democratic Socialist. He's a buddy of Bernie Sanders. And that's what they want the headlines to say. But you people in Florida, you're going to have to live with it. People in Georgia. You have another Democratic Socialist running. The first this, the first that. Forget about the first this and the first that. You want to vote right. The correct way. Texas. You got a Hollywood fella running, basically. Beto, my name's Beto. No, it's not. Even his own name, he misleads the, uh, the people of Texas. Favorite sanctuary cities. He wants to impeach the president. Complete nut job. He's very Kennedy-esque. Just what we need. Ted Kennedy from, uh, from Texas. Just what we need. Missouri. McCaskill. How many more times are you going to let this lady lie to you and reward her with a Senate seat? You people have time to vote. You people have time to vote. The Florida panhandle. You got a guy in Ben Nelson. You have a massive hurricane, destructive, over 100,000 people. 100,000 people lose their homes and have to be relocated. Your senator doesn't even contact the White House. Your governor does. Rick Scott, your governor's running against that senator who's an empty suit. He's a flounder. He's nothing. Ben Nelson, he's a moderate. How's he a moderate? And you got a tremendous candidate running for governor in Florida. Tremendous candidate in Ron DeSantis. They tried to smear that man. An honorable, decent family man, a war veteran, a Harvard Law School graduate, a congressman, exceptional congressman. They tried to smear him to turn out their base. And I'm hoping the people of Florida push back. I hope the people of Florida push back. If you're driving in Florida and you hear my voice, you have 14 minutes to get to your precinct. Panhandle, you've got till 8 p.m. But the rest of Florida, you've got to start running up those Republican numbers. And you also have a number of important congressional races. See, the Democrats and the media, and they're the same. That's what you're fighting against. They want to take Florida and they want to take Texas more than anything else. Because then Republicans cannot win. Then there are no numbers that can be worked out. By the way, have you noticed how the never Trumpers aren't even in this fight? They're sitting back so they can trash the president of the United States and anybody who supports him. But I want to remind all of you of something. In 2010, in the off-year election, two years after Obama was elected, the Democrats lost six Senate seats and 63 House seats. They have nothing to squawk about. They're, gonna not, they're not going to have anything to squawk about. We're in this fight, folks. If you turn out and vote, we're in this fight. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin'. Deck 
check time. I'd say there's, what, about eight minutes left in Virginia, Georgia, most of Florida, not the Panhandle, rest of Kentucky, other states, South Carolina, Vermont, and so forth. But Virginia, if you get in line right now, you'll be set. Georgia, same thing, and most of Florida. We'll keep an eye on the Panhandle at eight. Just do not allow whatever the reporting is, and I don't know what the results are going to be. Do not allow it to undermine your enthusiasm, because I am telling you the same media that calls you Nazis and racists and white supremacists do not want you to vote. Those of you who still, for some reason, haven't voted, they do not want you to vote. Okay? So you got to vote. Got to vote. It's that simple. More of us vote, we win. They lose. Notice I say us. 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 You and I. Patriots. You know, Mr. Producer and I both love our different versions of the X chair. I've had back issues, as you know. Uh, but thanks to the X chair's unique, patented, variable lumbar support, I can sit comfortably for hours. And in Mr. Producer's case, he swears he's gotten more energy and focus and He's always been productive, but even more so, since switching to an X-chair. Once you sit in this chair, you'll understand what we mean. Now, the holidays are just around the corner, and an X-chair makes the perfect gift for a hardworking spouse or employee. And don't be afraid to reward yourself with your own X-chair, because you've earned it. X-chair is introducing two new colors for the holidays, red and white. Or if you prefer one of those new standing desks, X-chair has its own version, called the x Flextop sit-stand desk. X-Chair is on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairlevin.com. That's xchairlevin, L-E-V-I-N.com, or give them a call, 1-844-4-X-Chair. 1-844-4-X-Chair. X-Chair comes with a 30-day, no-questions-asked guarantee of complete satisfaction. Go to xchairlevin.com now and use code LEVINFOOTREST and you'll get a free footrest too. That's xchairlevin.com. Look, the media want us to lose. Obviously, the Democrats want us to lose. Hollywood wants us to lose. Academia wants us to lose. The Chinese communists want us to lose. Uh, Putin the fascist wants us to lose. The Islamo-Nazis in Tehran want us to lose. So we're up against it. And all we have to do is vote. Five minutes left in Florida. So if you're near your precinct, pull your car in or walk in and get over there. Five minutes left. Five minutes left in Virginia. If you're in line or near line, get in line, stay in line. Nobody can move you out. Georgia, same thing. Five minutes left. If you're near your precinct, get to your precinct, get in line and vote. I want to remind you something. In, 20, in, in, in 2000, Millions and millions of people voted in Florida. And it came down to a little over 300 votes. Remember that? Millions and millions of people voted in Florida. And it came down to a little over 300 votes. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if that happens again today and we lose? In any state. In any congressional district. Races for governor in the Senate. That's what can happen. That would be a disaster if it cuts against us. 
So we all have a civic responsibility. And if you don't believe that, you have a responsibility to your family. And if you don't believe that, you have a responsibility to yourself. I really believe it. Put the media out of mind. Come 7 p.m., you don't want to be watching CNN and MSNBC or the network news. Check us out at CRTV.com, but make sure you stay on your station and listen to my show. We'll call them straight, and we're not going to try and dispirit conservatives and Republicans all over the country because there's a hell of a lot of voting to go on after 7 p.m. tonight, too. They're going to tell you, oh, there's patterns for this, patterns for that. Forget it. You can look at the patterns later. Look at the patterns later. I am telling you the media are diabolical. They are malignant. And they are rooting against you. They despise you. We know it. They, we know what they call us. So teach them a lesson. Teach them a lesson. There's too many bigots in the media and too many bigots on the left running for office. We got to defeat them. This is the only opportunity we have right now. So we're going to take a little break. I'll be back soon after 7 p.m. Stay with us. We'll go through what we know. You won't know much. But we'll keep track of it. I'll be right back. If you have a moment, I want you all to go to BrickHouseLevin.com. Just go there and click on the Buy Now button so you can read the reviews. Over 1,200 five-star reviews, I might add. But this one caught my attention from Steve in Denver. I'm upset with Mark because he's got me hooked on Field of Greens. What a great product. Thank you, BrickHouse, for your amazing product and great customer service. I'm a monthly subscriber, and I won't live without it. And you're welcome, Steve. And subscribing is smart. You save money that way. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables and helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Plus, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN. Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN, promo code LEVIN. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Well, if you're in line... In any of these uh, polling uh, polling places with states that have already closed, uh, stay in line. If you're listening on your your, uh, handheld device to this program, stay in line. It's absolutely critical. And uh, all of Kentucky is closed now. Most of Indiana, all of Indiana now has closed, actually. All of Virginia. Vermont, all of Georgia, South Carolina, New Hampshire, and most of Florida, except the panhandle. Now, Mark, why do you focus on this? Because it's important for the entire country. Those of you listening to me in the panhandle and we're on 
Very powerful station, the Panhandle. Fifty, I think it's 100,000 watts, actually. Um, you're going to decide Florida. You're going to decide Florida and the Panhandle. You won't decide whether Andrew Gillum is your governor or Ron DeSantis is your governor. You're going to decide whether Rick Scott is your senator or Ben Nelson is your senator. So that's very, very important. Don't watch TV. Just do what you need to do. Make it happen. Virginia, if you're in line, stay in line. Georgia, you're in line, stay in line. There's a lot of voting yet. To uh, There's a lot of determinations to be made. A lot of determinations yet to be made. So we shall see. Now, if I open the phone, we're going to have people saying it was the longest lines in history. We do that all the time, right, Mr. Producer? They've never seen anything like it before. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But there's really no point in asking you about that, in my opinion. So right now, we're keeping an eye on Georgia, the governorship, Indiana, the Senate race, Florida, the Senate race, and the governorship, with uh, so many people who have yet to vote. <clears throat> in the uh, in the panhandle. Let's take a look at some of the rest here. In 22 minutes, West Virginia closes. In 22 minutes. In 22 minutes, North Carolina closes. In 22 minutes, Ohio closes. 22 minutes. You can hear me in every one of those states, all over those states. You have time to get to your precinct and to vote. And again, once you're in line, there's nothing anybody can do. Once you're in line, there's nothing anybody can do. In other words, that is, they can't kick you out of line, is my point. I have the time correct, right, Mr. Producer? 7.30. Ohio, West Virginia, and North Carolina. So you'll want to hustle and get to your voting places and take care of business. I spent a lot of time talking about the Florida panhandle, and that's intentional. But at 8 p.m., in 50 minutes, there's a tremendous amount at stake. The voting in Texas stops. It's 8 p.m. Eastern time, right, Mr. Producer? The voting in in Missouri is over. The voting in Tennessee, again, at 8 p.m. Eastern, done. The voting in Pennsylvania, 8 p.m. Eastern, done. The voting in Kansas, 8 p.m. Eastern, done. The voting in uh, Mississippi, you got a great candidate there in uh, Chris is the great candidate there. The voting ends there, too. And in other states... Maine, you have an important congressional race. Maryland, you have an important congressional race. New Jersey, you've got four important congressional races and an important Senate race, New Jersey. Connecticut, you have an important gubernatorial race. There are lots of important races. Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Illinois, important gubernatorial race. Oklahoma, important races there. Michigan. You close at 8 p.m., you have an opportunity to send a superstar to the United States Senate in John James. 
I wish we had had such an opportunity here in Virginia. A superstar. And he would be the first African-American senator from Michigan, either ever or at least since Reconstruction. The media won't mention it. I'll mention it. I'll mention it. All these states, Alabama, all these states, you can hear me. All you Levinites out there, you can hear me. There's millions of you. If you haven't voted yet, get to your precinct. Ohio, West Virginia, North Carolina, you have 18 minutes to get to your precinct. If you're on the road, you're in traffic, now's the time to get there. You're sitting at the dinner table and the precinct's down the street. Get over there and get in line because they can't move you once you're there before 730 and vote. We only have influence here on the margins. If something's going to happen, it's going to happen. But remember what I said about the 2000 presidential election. This is no joke. Millions and millions of votes in Florida. Millions. And it came down to about 350 votes. 350 votes. You have congressional races that are decided by seven votes. Seven. This is the kind of atmosphere we have now, at least according to what we've been reading, right? Well, my vote doesn't count. Sure as hell does. And imagine if we lose because of a couple hundred votes here and there. What a disaster. And why surrender the country to these radical elements? Why surrender the country to the Democrat Party, which has lurched hard left European Democratic Socialist? Why surrender the party to the media? You know, there's a, there's a piece here, just, just to show you what's going on here. Over at Mediate, which is a site. Sometimes uh, there's good stuff. Sometimes there's the usual crap. But I want you to listen to this because none of us are watching CNN. Jake Tapper, if early exit polls, if their results hold up, this is a rebuke of President Trump. Now, this is Tapper, who's a leftist, who uh, was a communication director for a leftist congresswoman, who was a communications director for uh, Handgun Control Inc. He is a pretend journalist. He's a fake. And these exit polls mean nothing. Because exit polls do not include all the people who voted early, 40% of the nation, in some states even more. And he goes over and over again, I mean, it's too early to know, it's too early to know, he says, but if these numbers are to be believed, and again, it's early yet, these are preliminary numbers, this is a rebuke of President Trump. I mean, when you have 55% disapproval, 56% saying it's on the wrong track, 47% strongly disapprove of President Trump, if these preliminary numbers hold out throughout the rest of the night, that's a strong rebuke of the president. Did they say that in 2010, when the Democrats lost 63 House seats? Did they say that in 2010? When the Democrats lost six Senate seats because of Obama, did he ever talk about the rebuke of Obama when they lost over a thousand seats throughout state legislatures in this country? And the Republicans had 31 or 32 governorships? Of course they didn't. Many of you still have the, the ability to vote right now. Many of you. In West Virginia, you have 15 minutes. In Ohio, North Carolina, the same thing. That's a big deal. And then there's Texas. And then there's Missouri. And then there's Tennessee. 
Pennsylvania. These are all 8 p.m. Maine, an important seat there. Kansas, an important governorship. You've got Alabama, Mississippi, Michigan. Very important Senate race and governor race, but I'm focused on the Senate there. Illinois, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, important governor's race. Maryland, important governor's race and an important House race. Gentleman by the name of Harris, who is terrific. You have the ability to influence all these races, America. You have the ability to influence all these races. There are no outcomes yet that we're aware of. None. That matter. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. various sites. Some are better than others. There's not a lot to report yet. There's not a lot to report yet. Um, let's see here. Yeah, so we're not going to, uh, there's nothing to report. But votes are starting to come in. And uh, I'm looking at Florida. I'm looking at Virginia. And we only have 1% of the voting in Florida. But look, you got to do what I said. If you do what I said out there while the vote is still taking place, uh, you'll make a difference in your state. I really feel you will. And do not, do not focus on what's going on on TV. Some of you might stay home, be dispirited on the West Coast. You might think this is in the bag or in the central part of, of America and the Midwest. And so it's not in the bag. Nothing's in the bag. Nothing's in the bag. I'm monitoring this very, very closely. Now, in the next hour or so, I'll be able to give you some significant results, actually in about 30 minutes or so. But we're not going to jump the gun. Those of you who know me, by listening to this program, you know I always fight like we're behind. And we may well be. But we just keep fighting until it's, until it's over. And then we can make determinations. So that's very, very crucial. Now again here, uh, we've got big states closing at 7.30. Ohio, North Carolina, and of course, West Virginia. We already have Jake Tapper on CNN saying if... And he doesn't mean the election numbers, that if the exit poll numbers, in which Trump is disliked by 56% or 54% here or this side or the other... Uh, then this is a referendum on Trump. We knew the media were always going to say this. This is actually, to me, a matter of what kind of country you want to live in. You want to live in a republic or don't you? The Democrats, the vast majority of their candidates, are hardcore radicals. They have shifted heavily to the left. Heavily to the left. And so the issue there, of course, is is, is this... Is this the way we want to go? And the answer should be absolutely not. Absolutely not. And this is the day where you can make a decision. West Virginia, your polls close in five minutes. If you're in line, stay in line. Ohio, North Carolina, exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing. So stay put. 
If you're like in the car and you're within a minute, get there, get out of the car and rush into the line and that'll make a difference. 8 p.m., 35 minutes away. I just want to keep repeating it. The Florida Panhandle, the state of Texas, the state of Missouri, the state of Tennessee, the state of Michigan, the state of Kansas, the state of Maine, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey, big races in New Jersey too, Massachusetts, Illinois, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Alabama. They all close at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. There's a lot of very, very important races in Texas. A lot of very important races in Pennsylvania, Missouri, Tennessee, and so forth. Many. And you still have time to get to your precinct. This is and has been a Levin surge to the extent we can have an effect on the margins at the 11th hour of the 29th minute. Very, very important. Think about Texas. The left targeted Ted Cruz. They wanted to defeat Ted Cruz. And if our brothers in Texas and our sisters in Texas don't vote, they will. They have spent a fortune lying about McCaskill in Missouri. Has it finally caught up with her? Where she does one thing in Washington and another thing in Missouri? Same with West Virginia and Manchin. He does one thing in Washington and a different thing in West Virginia. Does it all the time. Tennessee, you have an opportunity to send Marsha Blackburn. She might be the first woman senator from Tennessee. I don't know. Apparently these, 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 uh, these, these gender, race, religion things matter. Okay, so why don't they play it up in the media? Now, I can't do that. Not with her. She's a conservative and a Republican. Connecticut, you have an important gubernatorial race there. Massachusetts, you have a number of races there, of course. New Jersey, you have a very important Senate race at 8 p.m. And also numerous, four very important House races. Very important. New York, you don't close till 9 p.m. We're going to keep an eye on every one of these races. I'm starting to see some now, and we will continue to do so. And the rest of Indiana, by the way, is closing soon, too. Or it has already at 7 p.m. Sorry, the rest of Indiana has closed. So these results are being tallied now. I'm not jumping the gun. We're going to wait. Once I get a good feel for this, I will let you know. A lot of these states are big. They have metropolitan areas. It depends what part of the state is coming in. And I'm telling you, the panhandle of Florida, if you don't vote, you're going to have a radical as a governor, and you're going to have a knucklehead as a senator. Texas, if you don't vote, those of you who still haven't voted, amazingly, you don't get in line and take care of business, you're going to have a radical as a senator. As a senator. Incredible. So that's what's coming up at 7.30. That's what's coming up at 8 p.m. A whole lot of states. A whole lot of people. You. Can make the difference. Now, I know on TV they're going on and on, what if, what if, what if. I'm not doing what if. 
I'm looking at different results now. And uh, some of the the races uh, that are supposed to be important to eyeball here in Virginia, we don't have any results yet. Uh, even in terms of a percentage of the vote. Actually, I can see... I see, okay. But they're tight. I'm looking at the Brat race, but there's only 6% of the vote, and it's tight. Um... I'm looking now at, hold on now, going back to Florida. Just bear with me, folks, because I'm looking at the raw data here. Right, Mr. Producer? So we got 37. I'm looking at Florida. I'm not going to say much about Florida, but it's tight, very tight. Incredibly tight. Let me put it to you that way. Beyond belief tight. Like in 2000. So hopefully the panhandle gets the message and gets out and vote. All right, folks, we'll be right back. With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods. But what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, that's BrickHouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. Going gets tough. A tough get. Mark Levin. Call him now at 877-381-3811. You know, going to the mechanic is like going to the doctor. They tell you what's wrong, and you take their word for it. And that's what makes those surprise repair bills hit so hard when a simple oil change turns into refinancing your mortgage to pay for problems you never even know existed. That's why I've extended vehicle protection from CarShield on our 2010 Camaro. So I don't have to worry about those unexpected surprises. Now, look, if your car breaks down after the manufacturer's warranty expires, you could be out of pocket thousands to get it fixed. Replacing your engine alone can cost thousands. Even a simple repair to a sensor can cost you over $1,000. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair super easy. You can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work. It's your choice. They also provide you 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. CarShield administrators have paid out close to $2 billion in claims, and they're ready to help you, too. Save yourself thousands in future car repairs. Get covered by the ultimate in extended vehicle protection like I did. Call 800-CAR-6100, 800-CAR-6100, and mention Levin. Or visit carshield.com, carshield.com, and use code LEVIN. 
to save 10%. That's carshield.com, code Levin, L-E-V-I-N, or call 800-CAR-6100. Mention code Levin. Either way, you get 10%. A deductible may apply. All right, we're still looking at results in uh, a number of these states that have closed, and I'm not prepared to tell you anything yet. But it's close all over the place, isn't it, Mr. Producer? Very tight, particularly in some of these uh, congressional races. So uh, let's see if there's anything else to show you. Just give me a second. I've got to look at these races. Okay, let me look at Virginia. Let me look at some of these House races. Indiana is very interesting, but we do not know where the vote is coming from. Uh, That's the same with a lot of these tight races. Same with Florida. Florida couldn't be tighter, could it, Mr. Producer? I'm just telling you folks who, who have till 8 o'clock to vote, I'm telling you, these, these races are, uh, are down to the wire. Uh, and at 8 o'clock, uh, one more time, Texas, New Jersey, Missouri, Tennessee, Maine, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, Kansas, Alabama, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Illinois, Massachusetts. If I didn't mention Rhode Island, I did just now. You know, it's really not like 2000 where it was a complete blowout. I mean, in terms of these close races, who knows how it's going to end? How many on one side or how many on the other? When Obama lost 63 House seats and six Senate seats. I don't remember Jake Tapper saying that's a referendum on on Barack Obama, but he's all over TV now already before polls have closed throughout the country doing exactly that. That's your CNN, your constipated news network. That's your that's your your media coverage. And some of these sets and some of these hosts act like it's uh, New Year's Eve. Don't they, Rich? They act like it's a New Year's Eve party. With the bright sets and the bright lights and the this and the that and the rest. They really do. It's really pathetic. Let's see if there's anything else we can see here. I don't think there is. Um, Bear with me, folks. I'm just looking, which is what I need to do. Let's take a look at Florida. Nothing to report yet. Except... Here's what I do know by looking at these numbers, and I think Rich will uh, verify this. If we don't get a good vote out of the panhandle, I think you are going to wind up with a Governor Gillum and a Senator Nelson. Yeah, they need to, you all need to turn out in the panhandle. It's close, but they're leading. I said it's close, but they're leading. So if you hear my voice, you have literally 21 minutes to get to your precinct and take care of business. And this should not affect any of the rest of you voting in any of the rest of these states. If you're listening to me, stay in line. I know many of you are listening to me on your handheld devices. If you're in your automobile or your truck or whatever, get to your precinct, take care of business. That needs to be done. That must be done. I think it will be done. I just can't believe, I got to believe there's enough patriots out there who are concerned about what we're concerned about. All right, Mr. Producer, 
Let's see here. I'm looking at Indiana. Indiana is very interesting right now. Uh, Indiana is closed. So 15% of the vote in in Indiana. And we don't know what's coming out of Indianapolis yet and so forth. Um, Mike Braun is 56% of the vote. and Joe Donnelly has, well, now, wait a minute. With 15.4% of the vote in, Mike Braun is 56.4% of the vote. And Joe Donnelly is 39.9%. So about 56 to 40. But again, this can change in a significant way. Panhandle, let me give you an idea what's going on. 13% of the vote in. Bill Nelson has 51.1% of the vote. Rick Scott has 48.9% of the vote. That's how close that is. Now let's see here. Let's keep moving. Let me move to the Senate races here. We're doing this live, folks. This is the way it works. All right. Let's look. We talked about Indiana. Florida on the Senate. Well, that was the Senate. Let's look at the gubernatorial races here. Um, can you find them, Rich? The gubernatorial races? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Twelve percent of the vote in on the uh, Senate race. Gillum has fifty-one percent. DeSantis has forty-seven percent. So, it's really up to the panhandle. Now that can get much closer, and it probably will before the votes are counted in the panhandle. A lot of that can be coming out of South Florida, Southeast Florida. We just don't know yet, uh, but we do know that uh, the panhandle will be crucial. That's twelve percent of the vote that can flip. Uh, And particularly with the panhandle. So that's uh, very, very important there. Let's let's take a look at Virginia, Rich. Let's see here. Bear with me, folks. Okay, Virginia. What do we have in Virginia? We are trying to pull it up. The day Brat race is within hundreds of votes, correct? Within hundreds of votes. We don't have any information on the Comstock race yet, but the Daybrat race is within a few hundred votes. I told you, the rest of the country out there, if you haven't voted yet, it's going to matter in some of these races. Again, we don't know what towns, what specific areas these are coming from, but we never like like it to be within a few hundred votes. And the Democrats leading within a few hundred votes, correct? Yeah. And she is a former CIA analyst. They kept touting her and a moderate. No, she's a left-wing kook. So many of them are left-wing kooks. All right, let's see here. I'm going to drop that one. Um, Now we have 17 minutes to all these other states, not every state, but a lot of them come in. And one more reminder, that's Texas, New Jersey, Missouri, Tennessee, Michigan, Michigan, Kansas, Alabama, the Florida Panhandle. You're going to decide for the 10th time, you're going to decide whether Andrew Gillum is a governor or whether Ron DeSantis is a governor. You're going to decide. You're going to decide whether Rick Scott goes to the Senate or Bill Nelson remains in the Senate. You're going to decide that. You're also going to decide at 8 p.m., If Claire McCaskill will continue to lie to you in Missouri and then go back to Washington and throw in with the leftists. 
Texas, you're going to decide whether you hold on to Mr. Conservative in the Senate or lose him. Or lose him. Got a lot of races in Pennsylvania, too. I know, the, I know the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania screwed you over, but so what? Get out there and fight. That's all you can do. Michigan? John James is a, is a superstar. You have an opportunity to send him to the Senate. Tennessee, of course. Marsha Blackburn. Kansas, Kobosh, the who's running for governor. to be a great governor. You look all over the landscape. New Jersey, you have a chance of having a monumental upset with Menendez being defeated. And you've got a handful of very, very important races there. <clears throat> and you're going to want to try and hold the line as best you can uh, for, the res- the, for the House of Representatives. See, what else can we see here? Connecticut, you have an important governor's race there. You have a shot there if you vote. It's all about us. If more of us turn out, then we win. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Do you ever notice the state of the liberal media and wonder how it got where it is today? We used to have journalists who searched for the truth, who brought you the stories that mattered, and now... The news is just an awful lot of bunch of left-wing hacks, right? Propagandists. Most people recognize when President Trump does something well, and they'll point it out when they disagree with him on every story we're covering. On Levin TV, we're not here to carry water for anyone, good or bad. We're here to promote the country and patriotism and the Constitution. This is why we've gotten amazing feedback from our subscribers who say that CRTV is unlike anything they ever got with the liberal outlets on cable. But we need your help. If CRT is going to continue to grow at a pace we've seen over the past year, we need you. So try us out for 30 free days. Free for 30 days. Just go to levintv.com, L-E-V-I-N-T-V.com, or give us a call at 844-LEVIN-TV, 844-L-E-V-I-N-TV. There's nothing to announce yet, ladies and gentlemen. Um uh, we'll know Florida soon enough. We'll know if the panhandle was able to pull this out as the panhandle has in the past. Uh, it's that close, and uh, that's what matters there in Virginia. Uh, let's see. First of all, let me tell you what's going on in Florida. With 20.5% of the vote in, uh, Bill Nelson's at 51% and Rick Scott's at 49%. Uh, with 18.3% of the vote in, in some of these districts in Florida, uh, Andrew Gillum's at 50.2%, and Ron DeSantis is at 48.6%. Now, let me tell you what's going on. Mr. Producer, as I see it, an awful lot of the voting um, has been counted, or has it not? Let's see. Stick with me, folks. I'm looking at Miami. Uh, look at that. Just bear with me, folks. So far, how much of the vote has come in from there? You can break this down. We're getting a lot of votes now uh, from Florida proper, if you will, lack of a better term. Uh, And everything west of Tallahassee is going to be a big deal, and that's the panhandle. So I don't know. Uh, I can't tell if the Miami vote has come in yet. Can you, Rich? It's Miami-Dade County. Um... It's still early. 
is what they're telling us. But but a lot of that vote has come in. I'm looking at the south and southeast part of Florida, which is heavy, heavy, heavy Democrat. Let's look here. Um, Palm Beach County. What is it? Well, it can't be 0% because we already have a number there of over half a million. So, um, well, we'll see. We'll get our act together and figure it out as time comes. I don't have to take a break yet, do I? All right, good. Good here. Just bear with me, folks. I'm going to take another look. This time we're going to take a look at Virginia. Um, look, I'm doing this live. I'm not just reading results off TV. I'm looking at the hard numbers here. And let's see, Virginia. And I got the suckiest computer on the face of the earth, too, by the way. Let's take another look at Brat. Uh, he is in the seventh, I believe, right, Mr. Producer? Let's see. Well, Brad is up by, uh, looks like, 6,500 votes with 35% of the vote in. It's 52.6% to 46.2%. Let us look at the 10th with Barbara Comstock right out of Washington. She was heavily targeted. Uh, looks pretty rough there with 26.4% uh, of the vote in. It's 58 to 42% Wexton leading Comstock. So that's going to be tough. I mean, that's almost um, that's 17, 18,000 votes behind. Well, that's more than that. No, that's 17, 18,000 votes behind with almost 60% of the vote in. Uh, so we'll see how that one goes. She's such a leftist, Wexton. That would just be a disaster for many people. You're wondering where the other results are? They're not clear enough for us to give them to you, quite frankly. They're not clear enough for us to give them to you. I'm looking at more state results. Let's head back to Florida because that's still moving. That means a lot to everybody. Uh, not a lot of change there. 24.2% of the vote in. Nelson, 51%. Rick Scott, 49%. You know, we're talking about 100, 110,000 votes here. That's still a lot of votes you're going to have to pick up in order to win there. And the uh, Gullum... Uh, DeSantis is a 90,000 vote differential, 90,000 vote differential with uh, Gullum at 50.2% and DeSantis at 48.6%. You can see I wasn't joking when I said the panhandle needs to turn out, needs to turn out substantially if uh, if uh, DeSantis and Scott are going to slip through there. If DeSantis and Scott are going to slip through there. Let's take a look at Indiana. Because that's been uh, interesting all night, I would say, Mr. Producer. Very quickly here. Uh, let's see here. Find your state. I'm looking at the state. 21% reporting. Braun has 57%. And Donnelly has 38 So it's 57.6% for Braun. 38.5% for Donnelly. And let me see if we can tell where this is coming from. I don't know. These urban areas, they say it's still too early. And we know it is because there hasn't been a lot of votes there. So that's going to tighten up. Because Indianapolis isn't in yet, as best as I can tell. And that's why they're calling it too close to call on Fox. But I can tell you why it's too close to call, because Indianapolis isn't in yet. And there's some other areas that aren't in, too. Some of them are red. But Indianapolis is, uh, is a big population center. So that could be fairly close. So we can't call anything in Florida yet in terms of the uh, Senate race or the gubernatorial race. 
And so the panhandle will make the difference there, quite frankly. And uh, we can't call the race in Indiana yet because that's too close. And um, let's see here. One other thing real fast. And in Virginia, I I want to go back to Dave Bratt because, you know, well, that's a bellwether uh, there. Uh, of course, if he wins, it'll no longer be a bellwether for the media. But Comstock is significantly behind, I think too far behind to make it up. I wish that wasn't the case. I wish it wasn't the case. But let's see where we are on Virginia. Uh, we may have to reset all this uh, when we come back. Uh, let's see here. Because the computer systems are not as good as they once were. Here we go. I got it. We got 30 seconds, but I'm going to find it no matter what right now. 7th District. 49% in. Brad at 48.4%. Abigail Spanger at 50.4%. Less than 3,000 votes between the two of them. You think your vote doesn't matter? The rest of the country, if you haven't voted, you think it doesn't matter? Trust me, it matters. We'll be right back. From the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Close to call in the uh, Senate races and in some of the gubernatorial races, too. But now Texas is closed, Pennsylvania, Maine, Maryland. Delaware, New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Illinois, Missouri, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, Kansas, and Alabama, and the Florida Panhandle. So now the uh, the rubber is going to hit the road, and we will now see what happens. I already saw one commentator blaming uh, the president, should Andrew Gullum become president because there was an attractive candidate by the name of Putman who might have done better. No, he wouldn't have. Uh, and um, I, I just cannot stand this kind of uh, analysis. I just can't. And so what we're doing now is crunching numbers, ladies and gentlemen. What, what we're doing now is uh, is watching um, some of these uh, states. And so that's why there's a bit of a staccato coverage here, but I got to look up the we're looking up the raw data. OK, I'm looking up the raw. I'm not allowing the uh, propaganda to get in the way. Now, I'm going to take a look at Indiana right now. Because it's a very, very important race. We have still only 30 percent of the precincts in. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, here we go. Marion County, which is uh, Indianapolis. Uh, now, uh, a little over 22 percent of their vote is is in so it's tightening up somewhat but not a ton uh mike braun has 56 percent and joe donnelly has a little over 40 percent 40 percent and change i don't know what's going to happen there but that is definitely a potential potential pickup in my humble opinion so uh in indiana very close with 30 percent in but again there's another 70% or 60-some-odd percent to be counted, okay? Let us take a look at, let 
Let's go back to Virginia and see how some of these... Uh, you know, early on, it was said this blue wave, they would blow out three or four uh, congressmen, Republican congressmen for Virginia. It's a little early yet uh, as we count the numbers, but it doesn't appear that's going to be the case um, as I look at them. And uh, we're getting, you know, tallies with 70% of the vote in. I'm looking, uh, let's see, uh, trying to find Brat here, Mr. Producer. Hold on a second. Uh, I don't, with 63.6% in, right, with Brat, he has a slight lead here, um, 50.5% to 48.3%. That is 97,455 to 93,187. Now, those of you in states that haven't voted, you can see how important this is. Uh, we, again, we don't know what areas that's coming from. Uh, it does look like in northern Virginia, and it's unfortunate because she's a very decent, uh, solid person. It looks like with 63% of the vote in that Barbara Comstock's going to lose uh, significantly. Uh, 58% to 42%. I don't know if the rural counties are in yet, uh, the rural parts of the district, but uh, it's hard to believe that there's enough out there. So it's been called for Wexton, and I think that's right. And so I want to congratulate the people in Fairfax. You're going to have a left-wing kook. This county of Fairfax is a big county. When I first was in this area during the Reagan administration some 30 years ago. It was a Republican county. And then as the government got bigger and bigger and people in Maryland and D.C. kept moving and moving into Virginia, uh, they moved into Fairfax County and they turned it into a blue county. And it's got like 1.1 million people. It is the tail that wags the dog in Virginia. And people there vote because it's in their best interest to have big government and taxes and subsidies and regulations because that's the nature of employment for so many people. Not everyone, but too many. And so that's what happens, unfortunately. Now, I would point out something on the Senate side. Rick Scott has a shot against a Democrat incumbent. Baum in Indianapolis, in Indiana has a shot against, excuse me, against a Democrat incumbent. So the Senate may well be shaping up as anticipated. And as I said to you earlier, when they were talking about this massive Democrat wave, they were talking about initially that the, the Republicans could lose 40, 45, 50 House seats. I, I just don't see that happening, not with my, what I'm looking at in Virginia. In other words, there were three or four seats that were in trouble. One has gone down. One's still a battle. But the others do not appear to be that way to me. Mr. Producer, am I wrong? I think that's that's what I'm seeing. Now, in Florida, I'm going to go back to Florida here because uh, Bill Nelson is leading by, well, it looks like, Around 55,000 votes. Now let's see how much of Miami-Dade has come in. 50%. And now the panhandle is starting to come in. So this can really be neck and neck. And now in the gubernatorial race, it's even closer. 
there's less than 24,000 vote differential between Andrew Gillum and Ron DeSantis. It's 49.6% for Gillum, 49.2% for DeSantis. Now, if DeSantis wins, I assume the commentator who said, well, if DeSantis loses, you know, that's on Trump. If DeSantis wins, I assume that's on Trump, too. You know, they play it one way. But let's see here. We got 65% of Tallahassee is in. Uh, Let's see, 50%. Of Miami is in. Broward County, heavy Democrat. 35% of that's in. Palm Beach, heavy Democrat. 39% in. I'm looking around, folks. Looking around. It's going to be tight. I hope the panhandle uh, does what it needs to do. It's going to be tight. But there's a lot of people in the panhandle, you know. Let's look at some of the House races there. Let's see here, Mr. Producer. Democrats so far have gained two House seats. Doesn't mean they won't gain more as the night goes on. They're expected to gain a bunch. The question is how many? So you knew some people were going to go down. Uh, The Republicans were not going to hold all of their House seats. It just wasn't going to happen. So let's take a look here, Mr. God darn it. These charts are difficult to access. Doing my best, folks. Let us take a look. State results. Let us move down to... Let's start taking a look at Missouri. You want to look at Missouri, ladies and gentlemen? That is a big, very, very important... Texas is so big, we're going to have to wait a little bit. Let's see if we have anything coming in from Missouri yet. Nothing. All right, let's take a look at... Stay with me, folks. Okay, here we go. I'm looking at the raw numbers from these uh, these these state uh, offices, so it takes a little while to pull them up. Why don't we look at some of the House seats in Florida? We haven't done that yet. All right, 51.1% of the vote in. It's a 0.2% differential between Gillum and DeSantis. 14,000 votes. I told you, your vote matters. It matters. 14,000 vote difference right now for governor of Florida. All right, let's look at some of the House races, only the ones that are close. Uh, Just bear with me. Anything flipping here? Not so far. Nope. Bear with me. Bear with me. There's some very tight races here, or they were supposed to be, so I want to look at them. Uh, let's see how, because uh, the, the Democrats were bragging about being able to flip some of these Florida House seats. All right, Mr. Producer, you check them out, too. We have a close one in uh, Florida 15th. The Republican is leading uh, 52, 53 to 47%. That would be Ross Spano. That's an open seat. We have... Um, Brian Mast, with uh, almost 50% of the vote in, he is leading, and he's running against a left-wing kook, by the way, out of the Obama administration. And he's leading with about 55% of the vote, and they had targeted him. Uh, we want to pick up some of these these seats like, uh, okay, Rooney. Rooney looks good. He's declared a winner. How is this Car, car. I'm trying to look at this. Hold on a second. 
I know this is hard on radio to do it this way. I apologize, but we uh, we don't have. Oh, wow. Sheldon Whitehouse is the winner in Rhode Island. How did that happen? And Ben Cardin in Maryland. So predictable. Um, okay, I'm still looking. I don't know, Mr. Producer. Do we have any other seats coming out of uh, the Florida House? This, so far, the Democrats have a two-seat gain. Not a big, uh, not a big battle for these House seats yet in uh, in Florida. Maybe one or two. Larry Hogan is the winner again, the Republican in um, Maryland, and Charlie Baker is the winner in. Um, Massachusetts, which are obviously two very liberal states that have uh, Republican governors. All right, we'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Let me tell you what I see here right now, ladies and gentlemen. I see hand-to-hand combat politically in every one of these congressional districts, in every one of these gubernatorial races, in every one of these Senate races. And if you turned out and voted and you got other people to vote, I couldn't be prouder of you because you've made a difference. I don't know what's going to happen in Florida. The reason I'm so focused on Florida right now is we have big numbers coming in. And it's going back and forth, back and forth between DeSantis and Gillum. It's going back and forth and back and forth between Rick Scott and Bill Nelson. 65% of the vote in. 49.6 DeSantis, 49.2 Gillum. 50.1 Rick Scott, 49.9 Bill Nelson. Bill Nelson has a 13,000 vote lead over Bill Nelson. That is, Rick Scott has a 13,000 vote lead over Bill Nelson. Ron DeSantis has a... 36,000 vote lead over Andrew Gillum. Now, we're still waiting for, you know, the Democrat counties to finish. 75% of Miami-Dade is in. That's Miami. 50% of Broward. That's always interesting. Uh, 37% of Palm Beach. Uh, So I don't know how much of the... uh, Panhandle is in. It's not all in, but you got to wonder if there's enough there to uh, counter these metropolitan areas. So DeSantis has a half a point lead over Gillum. <laughs> and Rick Scott has a 0.2% lead over, uh, over Bill Nelson. But what's interesting is the Democrats are not taking as many House seats as they thought they would as best as I can tell, out of uh, Florida, and they're not taking as many as they thought out of Virginia. In fact, I'm not getting any numbers yet from Texas. We're not getting any numbers yet from Missouri. It's not like I'm hiding the ball here and anything significant enough to tell you about, Tennessee and so forth. But I do think, Mr. Producer, we should go back to Indiana and see what's cooking in Indiana, given the... uh, Can you pull it up? My, My system froze. Still 35%. What the hell's going on in Indiana? Okay, where are we? Yep. All right, uh, Braun has 56.4. Donnelly has 39.6. Only 36% in. <clears throat> so you got to wonder how much is uh, done in Indianapolis still. But I'd rather be in Braun's shoes, right? So he's leading. Dave Brat still has a uh, Dave Brat. I'm mentioning because he's 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 one of us. Still has a slight lead in his race, and the Democrats felt they would take it. 
and they haven't, at least not yet. So we're not getting a lot of big numbers in, in a lot of other states that would tell us a whole lot. So far, the Democrats, still early, have picked up two seats in the House of Representatives. Two seats. Now, they're going to pick up more than that. But you can limit how many seats they're going to pick up, okay? You can limit how many seats they're going to pick up because we have a lot of big states out there that have not voted. Let's go over which ones right now. Now, Arkansas at 8.30, you're done in about three minutes. But 9 p.m., very, very important. Arizona, Wyoming, Colorado, big race in New Mexico, Louisiana, Nebraska, Minnesota, big Senate race, Wisconsin, number of big races. New York, you've got, you got a ton of races there, particularly in the House that are very important, and the rest of uh, South Dakota, the western half. 10 p.m., Nevada, Utah, Montana, very important, Iowa. Most of North Dakota. And then, of course, between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m., you have California. Closes at 11 p.m. You have Hawaii, Alaska, and Washington State. And Washington State. 93% of the vote is in. Difference of 94 or 95,000. Ron DeSantis with a 0.4% lead in Florida. Another one of these uh, tight Florida races. That's about... 34, 35,000 votes. I hope all those big Democrat counties are done or almost done because that can flip easily. That can flip easily. So we'll see. And uh, one more. Let's see here. I'm just giving you what I know. This is what we know. Let's pull that up. Bear with me, folks, as I get the raw numbers. And I have to refresh. That's about what we have there, right, Mr. Producer? I don't see any, uh, nothing's really changed yet because we haven't had any new numbers lately. Let's look at some of these, (coughs) excuse me, house races in Florida. Again, many of them are just too close to call um, where they were supposed to take up. All right, Brian Mast, who they had targeted, uh, he wins in Florida. This is the gentleman, the... uh, Iraqi war vet who lost both of his legs, you might recall. Uh, And uh, he won his election there. And uh, he had been targeted. I'm trying to find others. Well, they seem to be holding up pretty well. That doesn't mean we're not going to lose a few seats in Florida. We clearly will. You know, as I look at this whole thing, honestly, if this were Obama and it was his second year, they'd be touting this as a big deal. They'd be telling this is a big deal so far. I'm not, I'm not writing anything off. They targeted Mario Diaz-Balart, who was never going to lose. He won. Let's see here. Well, one of the ones <clears throat> who they targeted with 77% of the vote in is Carlos Corbello. And Carlos Corbello is behind by 2,500 votes with 77% of the vote in. In Florida. So these are important races. Donna Shalala won her seat, unfortunately, taking over Republican seat. Um, you remember Sh- Shalala? Unfortunately, we all remember her. She only got 51.7% of the vote. We'll be right back. 
Levin doesn't just read the news, he makes the news. Call the Mark Levin Show now at 877-381-3811. You know, people are asking me about other states. We don't have returns enough for others. Like 8.5% of the precincts reporting in in Georgia. 8.5%. I have no idea where they're coming from. They're not coming from Atlanta. So what's the point? There's nothing there that I can report to you. I mean, Kemp has a lead, but it's a lead of no consequence because we have no idea. Texas, we don't have anything from Texas yet. So it's not like I'm hiding the ball. It's just that these numbers aren't in. And uh, it takes a little while, I guess, for, uh, for them to be calculated. You have a lot of early voting. Let's see here. I'll give you an example. Indiana. <clears throat> We've been watching Indiana very closely. Indiana has 40% of the vote in. And for the Senate race, Mike Braun is 56.6% of the vote to 39.2% for Joe Donnelly. In Indianapolis, let's see if I get it right. Only 22% of Indianapolis has voted. So who knows? It's just too close. You've got a zillion close rates. But I wanted to make a bigger point. Um, Honestly, folks... I don't like to lose. You don't like to lose either. But the fact of the matter is, we're duking it out pretty well in these different congressional districts and states. And I will tell you, even the Comstock number has tightened up, even though it's been called for opponent. It's like 54 to 46 percent. That's the congresswoman right outside of Washington, D.C. Um. So there it doesn't appear, at least to me, to be any kind of blowout. Again, you got a lot of close races that can nudge one way or another, and we've been talking about that now for two weeks. We've been talking about it here and on Levin TV and on my Fox program. There's a lot of them. So Georgia, we've no idea right now. Texas, we've no idea right now. Indiana, it's tough to know right now. Um, where else do we want to look? Do we want to go back to Virginia and look at a few more of these? Let's take a look at a few more of these. New Jersey isn't ready yet. There's some several house races there. Pennsylvania doesn't close yet. Or it's closed, but it's not ready yet. Point three of the vote in Michigan. So I trust me, I'm not hiding the ball here. We just don't have the hardcore numbers yet. Let me let me check Tennessee quickly here. Tennessee, we have 2.8% of the vote, so that wouldn't tell you anything. If I give you the numbers, what's the point? We have no idea where those numbers are coming from. None. But we do have a big race in Florida. We have a big race we're watching in Indiana. And um, let's see here. And it's changing almost every minute, which uh, which is not good. 74% 74% of the precincts in, in Florida, Rick Scott, 3,715,819 votes. Bill Nelson, 3,656,000. In other words, it's 50.4% to 49.6%. As we look at the governor's race in Florida, DeSantis has 50%. Andrew Gillum has 
So he has an 83,000 vote lead. Scott has a 60,000 vote lead. And this is with 74% of the vote in. So uh, this is very, very interesting. Um, Fox has it as 93% of the vote in. I hope they're right. That's not what our tally is, is it, Mr. Producer? That's not what we have. Uh, So I would just point out, I'll stick with ours right now. Because we're getting the raw data. Now, let's go back to Indiana. I'm just going back and forth with these states because that's all we have. I could sit here and proselytize, but there's no point doing that. Uh, Let's see, Indiana. Now, what this should tell everybody else around the country who hasn't voted yet. (laughs) If you haven't voted yet, I don't I don't know what it's going to take. See, the race is tightening up in Indiana because um, Indianapolis is starting to kick in, although I think Braun is still in pretty decent position, quite frankly. Mike Braun has 55 percent of the vote. Joe Donnelly has 41 percent of the vote with 43 percent of the vote in. And in Indianapolis and Indianapolis is not the only Democrat stronghold, but it's the most populous one. Fifty five percent of the vote is in. Braun might be in good shape. I have no idea definitively, but that may wind up being a pickup. If Florida hangs on, that might be a pickup. I'm telling you. The Democrats, I'm, I'm being honest with you. If this continues, if you folks in the Midwest and the West, if you keep voting, uh, While the Democrats may pick up seats in the House and they may pick up a governorship here and there, um, this may be a decent night for Republicans. We'll see. I'm not in the prediction business. I never have been. Uh, The Florida races are too close to call. But, uh, and you'll watch, the Democrats will challenge if the Republicans win the governorship. And they say, well, let them challenge. That's what they do all the time, a squawk and complain about this stuff. So that's Indiana. And uh, I say we go back to Virginia and check out our buddy, Brat. Mark, why are you going to all the same states? Because the numbers are not in enough for the rest of the states. I'm telling you the truth. Now we're going to go back to Virginia. And this should interest all of you around the country, particularly those of you who haven't voted yet. That's how close this is. It's crazy close. I'm looking at the seats that the Democrats were said to have to have won to should have won in Virginia. Let's take one. We have a Congressman Scott Taylor, Republican, challenged by Elaine Loria, with 78 percent of the vote in. It's 50.7 to 49.3. These are the races they're counting on the Democrats. Um, pulling down some more here. Denver Riggleman is a Republican incumbent. They thought they could knock him off. He won with 53.8% of the vote. We'll continue to look here. Dave Bratt with 85% of the vote in. (laughs) He has a lead of less than 2,000. I'm telling you, your votes count. Dave Bratt has 49.7% of the vote. 
And Abigail Spanberger has 49.1% of the vote. So hopefully we'll hold tight on that. Uh, And also, uh, with 85% of the vote in, just to show you, it was much closer than originally, because these these more rural uh, districts are coming in. Uh, Jennifer Wexton was 54%, Barbara Comstock uh, 46%. I suspect it might actually get closer than that, even though Wexton is the declared winner. So if this holds up, that means they would have taken one seat out of Virginia and they were hoping for three or four. Now, that should give you hope in the rest of the country to get out there and do something if you haven't voted yet. Now, let's take a look. We're going to continue. I mean, Florida is a moving target. I can't take my eyes off this. It's so fascinating to me. Um, the, Democrat, the, uh, the Democrat gains right now are, I think, three House seats. It's going to be more. But it looks so far like three House seats. All right, let's take a look. 80% of the vote in. 80%. Rick Scott now has a 1% lead. 50.5% Scott, 49.5% Nelson. A difference of 70,000 votes. For governorship in Florida. DeSantis is at 50%. Andrew Gillum is at 48.8%. We now have a difference of about 87,000 votes in DeSantis's favor. I'm going to go back and look where these votes are coming from, folks. Miami-Dade is 75% in. Uh, let's see here. Where's Broward? He's a Democrat. Broward is uh, over 50% in. It's going to be tight still. Uh, let's see. But some of these Republican counties, you got Martin County, they're 100% in. Okay. And then you've got Palm Beach, which is 66% in. So those have yet to come in. You have part of the panhandle where there hasn't been enough percentage in to count, and yet in some cases there has been. Just bear with me. We'll get all this straight here. Uh, yeah, not enough vote in parts of the panhandle. So this is going to go down to the wire. It's going to go down to the wire. Um, but if it holds up, that's 74% of the vote. Now, actually, it's odd. For the Senate race, it's 80% of the vote. With uh, that just, wait a minute, we just had a movement here. 80% of the vote in Florida for the Senate. Rick Scott, 504 Nelson, 49.6. 74%. That hasn't changed in the uh, governor's race. But they're still adding it up. And, all right. We'll take a break. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. of the vote in it, even though it's tightening in Indiana. Baum still has the lead. I want to give you an example of why it's important to vote. The rest of the country. Your polls close at 9 p.m. Arizona, Wyoming, Colorado, New Mexico, Louisiana, Nebraska, uh, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, New York, western half of South Dakota. 
10 p.m. Nevada, Utah, Montana, Iowa, and then uh, the rest of uh, North Dakota. 11 p.m. California. You have crucially important races in California. Don't go to sleep on us. Hawaii, Alaska, Washington State, you have several too. But I'll give you an example. Brad, Dave Brad is a friend of the program and a friend of yours out there. 94.3% of the vote, and he's now behind by 800 votes. That's how tight this is. Look at the Florida race. This is why I keep focusing on this. We're going to lose some seats in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, in the aggregate. We know we will. And we're going to lose some, some seats in other places. But this is hand-to-hand combat going on all over the country. It's very, very tight everywhere. So if you still can vote, you need to vote. If you can still vote, you need to vote, particularly in these districts in California, Nevada, you have a very, very important Senate race. Montana, you have a very, very important Senate race. Iowa, you got important races there, too. These all matter. They matter. They're a big deal. And every vote really does count. Millions and millions have voted in Florida, and it's coming right down to the wire. And we won't have the answer. We looked at Georgia again. Atlanta hasn't voted in any significant way. You know, 8.5% of the vote in. Missouri, we've looked. It's just too uh, too, um, few votes. Texas, we've looked. There's too few votes and so forth and so on. So when we leave the air, a lot of the uh, heavy lifting in terms of what's actually taking place uh, will be known. Control of the House and the Senate are obviously at stake. It's up to us to find the most qualified candidates. And when you need to do the same for your business, ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin can help. ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for candidates to find you. ZipRecruiter finds them for you. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills, experience, and education for your job. Then actively invites them to apply so you get qualified candidates fast. No more digging through piles of the wrong resumes. There's less waiting and more hiring. It's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. That's from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over 1,000 reviews. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash L-E-V-I-N. Once again, ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin. And also, don't forget, the good, the true, the beautiful. How can one begin to understand these high and noble ideals? It starts with the right kind of education, and that's tough to find these days. But I know one college that provides a comprehensive education of the very best kind, an education in the philosophical, political, theological, scientific, and literary heritage of the West, and that's Hillsdale College. Every student, regardless of their major, spends half their time on the same liberal arts core curriculum studying science and theology and all the majors. At Hillsdale, all students learn about our great Western and American heritage. The result, Hillsdale alumni are leaders with the intelligence and character necessary to make a difference in their families, communities, and country. But it all starts with a core curriculum that develops moral and intellectual virtue. The core that helps them understand the good, the true, and the beautiful. This is the Hillsdale College core curriculum. This is learning for the long run. Discover what education is meant to be. LevinforHillsdale.com. That's LevinforHillsdale.com. All right, folks, look. You know what I know. You know what I know. In the races where there's enough of the vote in... um, We've been able to tell you what's taking place. 
But again, the part of the country that hasn't voted yet, you are in a position to make a difference to. You're in a position to make a difference to. And so the question is, um, some of these big Senate races, we have gubernatorial races. We have no idea yet what's taking place in Georgia. I've gone back to Georgia. 16.6% of the vote in in Georgia. And uh, Brian Kemp is leading. Let's see here. Bear with me, Mr. But Fulton County, help me with Fulton County here, Rich. I'm trying to pick it up at my... uh, Fulton County has 1.8% of the vote in. That's the problem. That's Atlanta. Brian Kemp is a 62.7 to 36.7 lead on Stacey Abrams. See, that information is not particularly useful. And uh, Braun is 54, 42% right now in Indiana for the, uh, uh, for the Senate race there. Uh, I'm giving you the numbers of the, cl- of, the, of, of the races where we actually have, you know, good enough numbers. We have no idea what's going on in Texas right now. No idea what's going on in Missouri right now. Uh, <laughs> and let us just slip back to Florida because Florida is almost voted out. And it's and it's so close. Florida is 85% of the vote. And Rick Scott has a lead of slightly less than 60,000 votes over Bill Nelson. Ron DeSantis has a lead of slightly under 80,000 votes over Andrew Gillum. It's 49.9% to 48.9% in the uh, Senate race with Nelson Scott. Scott is 50.4%. Nelson has 49.6%. And uh, let's see. Broward County is 86% in. And uh, which county? The Miami-Dade is 86% in. That's good. The more of them, those uh, numbers that are in, the better. Let's take a look at Palm Beach. I can't seem to pull it. Palm Beach is 66% in. That's going to go right to the end. Both of those races in Florida, as we knew they would, and we hope you in the panhandle, we hope we encouraged enough of you to vote, as well as across the state of Florida and in the entire country. I don't see any blue wave unless all these close raises flip to the Democrats by a percent or half a percent. That's still not a blue wave, ladies and gentlemen. Out in the West Coast, you can still vote. Let's do our thing. I'll be watching with you throughout the night. All you patriots who voted and all you patriots who've yet to vote out on the West, I salute you all. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow. God bless you. 